0: Do you want to install a new habit or want to get rid of one that is not really serving you, but you consistently come up against yourself and you feel like you're unable to change? Well, we're all able to change, but in order to change our habits, to change our behaviors, we need to know certain principles about what it takes to change our habits, our beliefs and our behaviors. So in this episode, I'm going to do a habit one-on-one, how you can actually stick to your new habits and change your old behaviors. And if we are meeting for the first time, hi, I'm Enigmaatsen, I'm a leadership and life coach, and the founder of Lifeflow Media, and I'm so pumped to finally meet you here on the channel. If you're new here, consider subscribing. So now let's talk about how do our habits really form? And any habit has three simple parts to it. First is the cue or the trigger, the thing that really triggers that behavior. Usually that's something in our environment because our environment is the invisible force controlling our entire life. So we need to set our environment up for success. So for example, if you want to be in great shape, Yeah, you can force yourself to the gym, but make it easier for yourself. So for example, on your way to work, there's your gym. You pick a gym that is next by. So you don't have to go on the other side of town to get to the gym. Or you want to eat healthy. Well, put a bowl of fruits on your kitchen table and you're going to eat more fruits or get rid of the unhealthy food. So that's the cue, the trigger. The second part is the behavior, the actual habit. And that habit is always cued by something. And the third thing is the reward. If it weren't rewarding to do a certain habit, you wouldn't do it. If Instagram, scrolling hours on Instagram, weren't rewarding, you wouldn't do it. And that's why people struggle to get to the gym. They don't see the reward. They don't see the payoff. And at first it's hard, of course. So if you want to change your habits, you need to tweak the cue and the reward. If you're trying to install a new good habit, but you can't get yourself to do it, you need to see what is the reward. What is the reward I'm going to get if I get in great shape? How will that feel? Why is it important? And that's why it's so critically important to have a vision for who you want to be. I mean, I go to the gym because I see myself being in incredible shape, not just right now, but for a hundred years from now. I see myself living until I'm 125, 150 years old. But in order to get there, I need to make certain choices. I see myself feeling awesome in this body and not aging. So I don't get any diseases and all that stuff. So I see myself. Being that person. I see the vision of why this is important. And that's why I stick to my exercise routines. I do them every day. I jump rope every day. I get out in nature every day. And I work out three times a week. That's not an accident. That's something I do because I have a vision. But having a vision is not enough. Having a reward for something is not enough. You also need to be cued to do it so you don't forget it. And that's the first part about this. You need to have a cue, a trigger. So for example, I have my jumping rope right next to my kitchen table. So when I go there in the morning, I see it. Oh, cue, yeah, jump rope right now. That's simple. It's easy. But when you set up your environment to support your desired behavior, everything becomes Easier. And here's a simple rule for any change you want to make, if you want to install a good habit, make it easy for yourself. Too often we make it too hard. And we start too big, and you don't start at all. Like, for example, I recently heard this story of a guy who always wanted to eat healthier. For 20 years, he'd been trying to do it, but he couldn't do it. And he was like talking to a guy, very smart man. Um, he, it's Greg McEwen, the author of Essentialism. And he asked him a couple of questions and then they dialed in, okay, what is one thing you could do right now? Like, what is one thing you could do in the next 10 minutes to get started on this? Because that's the hardest part to get started. So what's a, the the first step you could take in the next 10 minutes? And the guy realized, well, if I want to eat healthy, I need to stop making those emotional decisions that I do when I'm extremely fit, like hungry. So I need to have some food at home. I need to be able to prepare healthy food. And I've been trying to do it, go to the supermarket on Sunday, get enough food and cook everything on Sunday. But that was too big. So I realized I need meal delivery. And you can order these boxes, for example, where there's everything you need for a recipe. So you have one recipe every single day that you cook. I do that all the time. So he realized, okay, I need to do that. So what's one action I could take in the next 10 minutes? He realized I could easily order this, select the menu I want to have, and it'd be ordered at my house next week. Problem solved. Problem solved. He knew, that this was going to help him, but it seemed so big that he did, never started on it. He didn't try because it seemed so big. So you need to start small, You need to start somewhere. It's better to get started today, than to wait, to get started big, to really hone in your entire routine in two months, because that, in essence, will be never so we need to get started. That's so critically important. Starting something is more important than getting it right, than getting it perfect. You need to get in movement. Second key idea. You need to leverage the discipline identity shift. See, your identity is the driving force in your life. And the choices you make on a daily basis today, they are a reflection of who you are. So if you want to change your behavior, in essence, you need to change your identity. You need to change who you are. You need to become emotionally flexible. So your picture of who you are is flexible. It's malleable. But for many people, they've been stuck in this one way of being. They've practiced being a certain type of person for years and decades and that's why it's so hard to get in great shape or to eat healthy or to do everything that isn't like pleasurable all the time. People see themselves as someone, yeah, I'm struggling with my health. I'm kind of obese. I, sure, I don't want this, but this is me. They identify with that person they are in the moment and it prevents them from becoming a person they could be in the future. But here's a simple idea. Your identity, your self-image, it is malleable. It is flexible. And you need to be willing to go through a period where you're going to be confused who you really are. Where you're going to be confused and you feel like this is not working. And that's why I call this the discipline identity shift. At first, when you start a habit, it's going to be tough. It's going to be difficult and you don't like it. That's part of the game. And the University College London showed that it takes 66 days to change your habits, to make a new habit automatic. Which means at 66 days, around that time frame, it's going to be part of your identity. If you go to the gym the next 66 days, going to the gym afterwards will feel much easier than it does right now. Because you're used to it, it's something you just do. And that's why I call it the discipline identity shift. At first, you need to go through that hardship. You need to go through that season of confusion. We don't know if this is right, can I do it, who am I? And that's all part of the process. But when you go through it long enough, at some point, it'll be part of your identity and you'll do it automatically. So for example, two years ago, I decided to wake up at 5 a.m. every single day. Before then, I'd wake up at 7 a.m., 7.30, 8 a.m., and I wanted to change that. But obviously, most people believe this is truly hard, and it is at first. So for the first two months, I was struggling. I was feeling tired. I wanted to take a nap at 8 a.m. I, I wanted to go back to sleep. Sometimes I had trouble falling asleep so early. I just wasn't used to it. So I made it hard. It was hard in my mind, most importantly. So for two months, I was struggling. But I was doing it every day. I was committed to every day. I wake up at 5 a.m. And sure enough, after two months, it became easier. And I've been doing this now for two years. And it's become my default. I can't wake up later than 5 a.m. That's part of my, almost like part of my DNA. That's part of what makes me. But it wasn't two years ago when I started. It took time, two months, three months to dial this in, to make this a part of who I am. And sure, there's some habits that are easier than others, but this one was a difficult one. And most people never make that shift. They believe it is impossible. I am an early riser or I'm a night owl. They over-identify with that that's why they are unable to change their daily behavior. So first, you need to see your identity it is flexible. It is malleable. You can change. And then secondly, you need to be willing to go through that period of hardship and confusion. And it's okay to admit that you're not willing to do this. That's totally fine. But don't like, fool yourself into believing I'm going to do this. Either you're in or you're out. That's binary, either you're in or you're out. If you're half in, you won't make it. So you'd rather quit right now than try if you're just half committed. You need to fully commit to this change. You need to fully commit to make it those two months. And afterwards, you can assess whether you like to continue or not. But the first few months, you really need to do this and do not listen to your excuses. Because they're going to tell you, quit, you, don't, you can't do this, you're not good enough. They're, they're going to come out to get you because they hate that change. But over time, you'll get used to it. So leverage the discipline identity shift. Third key idea is to leverage your willpower. See, there's a concept called decision fatigue. And they did a fascinating study on Israeli judges, could be done on any judges, but it were on Israeli judges. And they were like researching when those judges were most likely to give parole to a prisoner. And they found out it was early in the morning and early in the afternoon. And they thought like, well, why is that? And it turned out that the more decisions the judges had to make throughout the day, the worse their decisions became. Or the more they stuck with their default. So in the morning they were fresh, they were ready, they were energized. They made a few decisions, got a little bit fatigued, got tired. Then in the like at lunchtime, they refueled, recharged, recharged their batteries, recharged their mental power. So in the early afternoon, they were more likely to give parole. But as the afternoon progressed, their decisions went more to the default. They weren't so likely to give parole anymore. So what that showed was that there is a thing called decision fatigue. The more decisions you need to make in a given day, the worse your decisions are going to get. That's why your habits and your routines are so critically important because you don't have to think about them. You don't have to expend a huge amount of mental energy to do them. That's why it's so valuable to build a habit of rising early. To build the habit of working out. To build the habit of eating healthy. Because at that point, it's part of who you are. And it's just natural. But another part of this is to set your environment up for success. When you're at work, leave your phone somewhere else. So you don't have to expend willpower to not check your phone. I I bet you don't want that. I bet you don't want to distract yourself at work, but it's so easy. And especially if you've already been making so many decisions, it's so hard to resist that temptation. And yeah, you might do it for a couple of hours till the afternoon, but most people lose their momentum in life in the afternoon and in the evening the second half of their day they make terrible decisions which impact the first half of their next day and so they go into a negative spiral that down spirals them away from their success so this is critical you need to leverage your environment you need to leverage your willpower a simple thing you can do for example is to pick out your clothes before you go to bed so in the morning You don't have to make that decision. Your clothes are already there. So you don't expend so much mental energy. I mean, Steve Jobs, for example, he wore the same clothes every day. Same sweater, same like pants. It was almost always the same. Why? He didn't want to waste energy on that crap. So he decided I'm going to have the same outfit every day. And I'm going to wear it every day. That's easy. It gives you energy back. So think about how can I build systems? How can I leverage my environment? And how can I make it easier for myself? So I don't have to make too many decisions. If you get breakfast, for example, prepare it the evening before. That's going to pay you back in the morning. You can make it easier for yourself. Fourth key idea. You need to delay emotional decisions. You need to train yourself to delay making emotional decisions based on how you feel and instead train yourself to make the decisions you've committed to. This is critical when it comes to your habits because most people quit because it feels hard and they don't want it to go to the gym. They don't want to eat healthy. They don't want to go to sleep. They don't want to do X, Y, and Z. And they stop because they don't feel like it. But what we need to learn, if we want to become successful in any area of our life, we need to make decisions based on our commitments, not on how we feel. And that's a huge mistake we often do. I do it too sometimes. It's part of us, but we need to train ourselves to make decisions based on our commitments. So for example, I committed to doing these videos. Yesterday and today were shooting days. Now, my daughter got sick, so she's still at home here, and there were all these things going on. It wasn't easy, but I committed to doing videos, and I showed up. Now, you don't have to do this all of the time. If she got really sick and she needed me, of course, I would have canceled this day, but I committed to doing videos. I made this commitment, and I was going to honor my commitment. This is going to increase your confidence, your trust, and your life, because you get those wins that you would have otherwise missed. So stop making emotional decisions so often. And oftentimes, when you're triggered to eat a hamburger, or to eat a donut, or to do that thing that you know is not healthy for you, all it takes is to sit there five more seconds to wait 5 more seconds until you can think clearly again and then you think about do i really want this most often you don't so this is really critical stop making so many emotional decisions key number 5 celebrate progress celebrate like progress needs to be seen and celebrated it needs to be acknowledged and it's going to reinforce your good behavior. See, we need to reward ourselves for making progress. That's the simple thing about habits. Cue behavior reward. You need to reward yourself for the good behaviors because the good behaviors in your life, they won't benefit you today. They won't pay off in the next weeks or months. They will pay off further down the road, sometimes six months to a year, a year and a half, Later. So right now it's easy to watch Netflix. It's easy to get on Instagram. It's easy to eat unhealthy. But the, like the consequences you're going to have to live with later down the road. It's easy to follow your bad habits. They are easy and fun and enjoyable. Doing the right things. You need to have a long-term perspective. You need to celebrate progress every time. This is so huge for the human psychology because going to the gym, you know it, it doesn't feel great. It just doesn't. And you don't see the results. Like you did at one workout, even if you stayed there for eight hours, your body hasn't changed. It just doesn't change in that time frame. So you need to celebrate. Okay, I went to the gym. Got it. And there are many ways you can do this. You can cross off X's on a calendar, or you have a victory pose. Just find something that works for you. There are many ideas, just Google it. But you need to reward progress. And then last key idea. You're going to fail at some point. Like, we'd like to be perfect, we'd like to have a perfect streak of sticking to our habit, but at some point you can not do it. At some point it's just impossible. Maybe you're on the road and you, yeah, you search for a gym, but it didn't work. There were no gyms available where you could train. And maybe you trained at home or maybe you just forgot to work out. That's totally fine to you. It happens sometimes. You just need to accept this. And the most important part is to get back on track. That's the most important part about sticking to your habits. You don't need to be perfect. You need to be consistent. So when you fail, you need to get back on track. Because if you just fail once, you get back on track. It's super easy. It's super easy to get back on track. But each time you miss, you say, okay, I missed yesterday. And today I don't feel like it. So you miss this day. And then the next day. And the next day. And so you kind you of even really realize it. But two weeks later, you haven't been to the gym once. And the habit has kind of... Been disintegrated. So you don't want to miss more than once. When you miss, make sure that you're going to do it the next time. You are going to miss, but how could you make sure that you're not going to miss the next time? So maybe you build an extra safety net. So if you missed your exercise, you put out your clothes the night before, you set an alarm in your phone that says, Exercise, it can be as simple as that, but make sure that you don't miss twice. So what's one habit you want to install? That's what I'd like to know from you. What habit are you trying to install in your life? And I really recommend that you watch one of my next videos, which is about discipline. You'll find that right here and then until the next time, make sure that you live fully, live openly, and be the leader of your life.